Hello, all you lovely souls who revel in embracing life just as I do. This is Nirja Malik and you are welcome into my world of I Embrace. And what do we intend to do here? We delve into the many layers and shades of my life, exploring resilience, positivity, strength, and the inherent fun and laughter that lies deep within each of us. Interludes from my own exciting and adventurous journey, my personal battles and victories that have brought forth innumerable lessons in my life. It is these learnings that I place on a golden platter with utmost humility for your personal consumption. My wonderful friends all over the world, the divinity in me bows down to the divinity in all of you. I remember speaking about the International Visitors Leadership Program in America and how I was so honored by the Department of State to invite me for those 21 days of major exposure to how the world was progressing in the field of prevention, cure and rehabilitation of breast cancer. One of those nights, having gone through Washington, Baltimore, New York, we were in Pittsburgh, I think Seattle, Tampa, a couple of other places were on the way. We were in Pittsburgh and I was woken up at the, not the crack of dawn, previous to the crack of dawn. And my friend Feza from Turkey was banging on my door and it was cold because October is the month of breast cancer awareness. So we had been invited in the month of October to the US of A. And uh, she said, wake up. And I said, why? And she said, no, you have to come with me. So she took me to protesting wildly, I must tell you. She took me to a cafe, cyber cafe across the street, sat me down, ordered coffee for us. And she said, I am going to start something for you. And I said, what? Because in 2008, I was not tech savvy. Very, very openly and blatantly, I will profess my ignorance and feel no shame about it. Because one lives to learn and keeps learning while one is living. So I said, what do you want to do? And she said, I'm going to start your Facebook page. And I said, what's that? 
and she says this is how you will connect with the world and i said oh, why do i need to connect with the world she says because the work you are doing the people you come across the learnings you talk of and have embraced to pass them on this is a wonderful medium well it didn't make sense to me especially at that unearthly hour in the morning so one of my thoughts that i follow through with is go with the flow if you can't fight it face it and i gave in so she started my facebook page there was immense and immediate response of a very peculiar kind both my twins jumped into the fray they were 18 then and they said ma you what are you doing on facebook you can't be on facebook and i said why not because all our friends are on facebook and obviously fesa was the one who was telling me that these are the messages that are coming on facebook and i said well then forget it and she said no way hope i said fesa why are you so insistent she said you will thank me someday i do fesa from turkey from istanbul i thank you from the bottom of my heart and my soul for this wonderful wonderful medium that you started for me yes that's what friends are for whichever part of the world you might be in let me tell you it follows through with my thinking that we are all connected to god and therefore we are all connected to each other time space makes no difference whatsoever once someone is in your heart and some more people come in and some more and some more your heart expands to such an extent that it can take in the whole world there's never a dearth of space for the love that you can share for the feelings and emotions the strength the courage you can share everything with everyone a smile a touch and strangely enough last night i was outside there were quite a few women i hadn't met them in a long while they all surrounded me and you know what one of them said she said when i get up in the morning and i open facebook or insta i see what you've been up to and it makes me smile it makes me feel so good and you know what i told her i said many years back a patient and that patient's family told me the same thing they said ma'am when we opened the page of facebook in those days by the way instagram and all that was nowhere in the scenes so we're talking only of facebook we get so inspired we can feel the words that you write we can feel the pictures that you post 
and we love it and i said that day i decided in my mind that this is going to be an ongoing feature of my life so do you know what i did my darling ones in 2018 i was diagnosed with septicemia three times the first time they gave me ivs every 6 hours and where did they give me this ivs in my jugular vein in my neck but you'd say why there because when you have breast cancer that particular arm cannot be used for either withdrawal of blood or any insertion of medication so friday the 13th 1998 february I was diagnosed with left breast cancer so my right arm was utilized for both withdrawal of blood for checking it up and for insertion of medication or when I went in for my tests insertion of radioactive material for pet scans bone scans etc but In 2004 about 7 years later I was re-diagnosed with breast cancer on the right side and I had a surgery on the 23rd of November 2004 and what would happen after that I couldn't use the veins in either arm so they did the next best thing they started attacking <laughs> to use such a strong word the veins in my feet since 2004 only the veins in my feet were used for withdrawal of blood for testing and for insertion of any medication required or isotropes or radioactive material required for my pet scans and then guess what happened in 2018 when i was diagnosed with septicemia where the bacteria had overtaken my circulatory system the blood and what happens then when that happens one by one the organs get affected and voila the end but when they tried to give me the iv that was urgently required to save my life the veins in my feet had collapsed and then came this idea by the doctors they said yes we have an option and what was the option to catch hold of the jugular vein in my neck so every 6 hours regardless of whether it was day or night for 2 weeks i was given ivs and guess what 
I was absolutely fine for 10 days and then the disaster reoccurred and the voice of doom from my doctor said get admitted right now the first time she had said i don't care which hospital which doctor get admitted right now and another two weeks of very strong medication every 8 hours instead of 6 was given to me through the jugular i was fine for 10 days again and then three times over history repeated itself and once again deja vu my doctor's voice said over the phone get admitted right now and this time without any hesitation all the doctors decided sorry two weeks ain't doing nothing now you have to have ivs every 8 hours for 6 weeks so once again the jugular <laughs> was punctured now what happens here it's not like a port which is inserted into your body this is like a central line so it can get dislodged bacteria can uh, attack also at the space where it is inserted and you know all kinds of things can go wrong so yes the procedure room the people in the procedure room and i were on very intimate terms as was my jugular vein which was when necessary and appropriately punctured again and again but god is great after those 6 weeks i was fine that was 2018 we're into 2023 and once more with the utmost of gratitude and humility i bow my head to the almighty one and say thank you thank you thank you what was that song from the sound of music something about for somewhere in my youth or childhood i must have done something good so here i am telling my tale once again and to come back so while i was at the hospital dedicatedly and diligently remembering everything that i was told we open facebook to see what you're up to and smile and get inspired i would sometime in the morning open up facebook on my phone every day since 2008 well i've been doing lots of stuff since uh, 1998 but oh 10 years later when facebook zindabad every day i have done something or the other so i would just wake up switch on my cell phone 
go through all the things i've done every single day click on the memories sharing maybe 2 3 4 and go back to sleep and no one realized that i was unwell no one came to me not because i wanted to hide it i talked on about everything i'm going through so that i can learn from what i'm going through i can alleviate my suffering i can become well and the methods i use to get there with the grace of god is what i share but i must share a story with you now while i was in hospital with this tube sticking out of my neck going up to the bottle the iv stand over my head attached to a very long tall slim pole someone came to visit me with her husband and uh, requested me if they could stand on either side of my bed and take a picture and i said no no i wouldn't want that thank you not that i looked gruesome you know what this person did while we were there just a little later my daughter asked me she was looking after me in my room in the hospital she said ma have you put up something on facebook and i said of course not i said why do you ask she said my friend's mother saw something about you not being well and she told my friend and my friend is telling me or rather asking if all is well because her friends are very fond of me so i said let me check and the same person had gone down location the hospital where i was a picture of her and i in good days with this message get well soon prayers etc i would you gosh i lost it i called her up and i said delete that right away and call me back and she did and i said you know i talked to mom about everything i'm going through but not this and should i tell you the reason why i'm sick terribly sick if i wanted the world to know i could have just put one post and i would have gotten not only thousands millions of messages for my well-being my welfare prayers it would have been unending like a tidal wave of concern love caring prayers and blessings But do you know why I didn't put it up on Facebook? My mother is my Facebook friend and she has no idea that I am one. So to keep it from her. So please. That is why I didn't mention it. And when the time is ripe and right, I will. Because that too was a learning I learned many things that I pass on in my counseling. So my dear, that is the reason why sometimes it is good 
to give importance to the privacy of other people and it is good to have boundaries that people can't cross and make the most of things ha a deep breath once more of gratitude and isn't it phenomenal how when we talk or when we think dots connect us to the previous thought so we've been speaking about an iv and what happens in cancer a surgery and then chemotherapy but before we go into the chemotherapy bit there is a little something that i want to add about surgery when we eating an apple and we suddenly come across a little bad patch don't we take a knife and scoop it out and chuck that bit and then the apples good to go and good to be eaten so let me liken this to a lump a cancer lump in the breast or anywhere so if that lump is scooped out with a knife and chucked aside i tell the patient you're as good as cured a surgery cures you especially when it is in the upper quadrant or the outer areas of the breast and is scooped out and thrown but then they ask well if you say that we are cured then why do we have to have chemotherapy and why do we have to have radiation so this is what i say i say well you're cured which is the gift but when you give a gift to someone do you just take the gift and hand it over and say here this is my gift to you no you put that gift into a box and you wrap a lovely paper around it that is the chemotherapy and then you put a beautiful ribbon around it which you then make into a floral display or radiation so surgery chemotherapy radiation gift wrapping or packaging and ribboning it's as simple as that now if we look upon our treatment of cancer as just these three things with that attitude of receiving isn't it beautiful so coming back to chemotherapy which is an iv and has to go into our body into our circulatory system to attack in case some naughty cells have gone into the bloodstream and are traveling trying to find a new home so chemotherapy is to prevent those cells that have escaped from this place of the tumor and the chemo 
destroys those cells as it courses through your body. Then they say, why radiation? When you've been cured and when you've been packaged, or rather the cure, the gift has been packaged, why the ribbon? And I say that the bed of the tumor, that is radiated. Because in case there are some lurking cancer cells in that region, they too can get destroyed. So if we look at surgery, chemotherapy and radiation in this light, how simple does it seem? And can anything get better than this in terms of treatment? I tell patients, I said, you know, when you come to me, I can't take away the cancer, but I can give you a new way of perceiving it, a new way of facing it, a new way of conquering it and coming out of it. Balle, balle. <laughs> so that's life. It depends on our perception and our attitude and how we look upon it and how we take it face on. And then how we enjoy every moment during and post that to be where we are today, absolutely rocking. So my darling listeners, until the next time, adieu and love from me to all of you. Thank you. God is great. I Embrace isn't just about my journey of conquering cancer. It's about embracing life in all its entanglement and beauty. Remember, in this journey of life, you are never alone. And I need to thank you for becoming a part of this inspiring journey. Thank you for joining me today on I Embrace and my heartfelt wishes. Stay resilient, stay positive, and most importantly, keep embracing life in all its glory. <laughs>